So, hello, welcome to The Sound Architect. We have Jacob Burgess. Welcome. Thanks for coming on. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. I'm quite honoured. Anytime. We've been planning this for a long time and been meaning to do this for a while now. So I'm glad we can finally get you on the show. Oh, thank you. Thanks a lot, man. It's a really good way to, to start off the new year. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, you know, not everyone knows you as much as I do. So for the benefit of our listeners, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into voice acting? Okay. So my name is Jacob Burgess. Uh, I'm a voice actor. I'm currently uh, living in Vancouver, Canada. Oh, let's see. I got into voice acting. I've been acting since I was six. Wow. Jeez, that's a long Scott. time. Okay. Sorry. No, I'm I'm just remembering back to elementary school and, and the plays. Charlotte's Web. I was in Charlotte's Web. Anyway, I don't like thinking back that far. I feel very old. Um, anyway, uh, so I got into, yeah, (laughs) oh God. Uh, so I got into voice acting, um, when I was 10 years old, uh, I, uh, we had a comic book shop in my hometown, uh, Saratoga Springs, New York, which is pretty much smack dab in the middle of the state in the Northeast of, uh, of the United States. And we had this comic book shop called Spa City Comics and yep. So I used to go there and they had, it was one of like my very first exposures to um, uh, Japanese pop culture and things like that. Because they used to, back when there were VHS tapes, they used to, there were folks that were living in Japan that would record uh, the anime and then subtitle it themselves. And then on each VHS tape, they would also fan dub it as well. So you'd have like, a maximum of like two to three episodes of each anime that would come over from Japan that were fan subbed and fan dubbed because, uh, you know, it's a VHS tape, not a whole lot yeah. of data on there. Uh, and I used to get them because they were, you know, they were selling them for cheap. They would just make a whole bunch of copies on like double VCRs that were running in the back of the shop and things <laughs> like that. Uh, and they used to sell them all Highly circumspect and exceptionally yeah. legal. Uh, but this is what you had to do if you wanted to watch anime before there was internet and before it was like super, super popular, he said, giving himself hipster cred. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I used to get them and watch them. And there was one that I saw, old, old anime, Bubblegum Crisis. And I liked to watch it when I was a kid uh because well i was just starting puberty and it was two women on motorcycles so that was great and i watched it <laughs> just and, like a kid once yeah exactly and you know it was <laughs> it was a comic book shop and they didn't care what you bought um so i mean it's a respectable lovely business now cuz i think it's still in business and i don't want to defame them cuz i called them by name great comic book shop highly recommended they're fantastic um support your local business so I'd, anyway, I'd watch the uh, I'd watch the anime, and I really, really, I didn't like the performances. Um, right. They 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 bugged me, and even at even at the age of ten, they they really bothered me because I felt like they should be better. Um, and right now, like the the ADR and the dubbing and everything that happens with anime today is fantastic, and especially with with the technology and everything that's going on. Now, some people that do fan dubs just like at home are fantastic. But when I was 10, that made me really mad. And I was like, I'm going to do that better. And then I turned that into my career and went to school for it and all that. 
So the short answer is I got really mad at a poor job and felt like I could do better and had to prove it and then tried to make money at it. So basically you were annoyed and had to prove you could do it better by spending your whole life doing that. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. And I'm still trying to prove. (laughs) And that's the irony of it is that every time, you know, auditions, you have to prove that you can do the job every time. Like no matter how much experience that you have or anything like that, you still, I have I have made a career of proving that I can do it. I don't know if you found this, but uh, as I've got more into voice acting and done more over the years and also been recording and everything else, mm-hmm. um, I get more defensive. So in the, in the beginning, I would have been like, oh, God, that's awful. Oh, that's terrible. And now I'm like, well, you don't know which take the director chose. And you don't know what they were being told in the booth. And <laughs> you don't know if they knew the context and they were just given lines. And yep. <laughs> you... Especially when you get to know the business a little bit more, you kind of understand. Um, uh, and this, I, because I don't know a whole lot of the story behind it, but uh, Peter Dinklage got a lot of crap for Destiny. Right, um, okay. And who knows why the performance was the way that it was. It could have just been like, you know, what a lot of the narrative that a lot of people accept is a, a big name actor who just didn't give a crap and went in and just deadpan most of his lines or somebody could have said sound like a robot or they could have gotten a million takes you know it's and i go through this a lot sometimes with my friends when they slag off on video games and stuff because i know a lot of uh game devs i've helped to write for games i've worked on games before um you don't know what goes into making a game and you don't know like the the with with voiceover and video games the massive amount of decision making you you don't yeah. know, you know, so to place the blame on like just the actor, unfortunately, the actor, a lot of times it's and sometimes unfairly as well, gets all the credit and all of the blame for performance because they're the one out front. So I, I absolutely have found the same way. Like you don't you don't know who, you know, I so my job is to do what I'm told. And if you are paying me to have words come out of my mouth hole, I'm going to do that. Uh, I'm. My job, which I am exceptionally honored and I know it's cliche blessed to be able to do, is to be a mercenary. And I'm going to, even if I don't agree with it, I mean, of course, I'll make suggestions to the director in a very gentle, very subtle kind of, hey, can I give this a shot? And that's it. But you're paying me. I'm going to do whatever it is you tell me. I'm going to try to get your vision of whatever the performance and the character should be out because yeah, that's my it's, job. It's they who know when you've said it right. It's they who know when, well, it's not necessarily they know when you've said it right. It's they who choose which take to put in the final product. Yeah, apologies. Not right, but in yeah. their head, they know how they want it to sound. So they'll know when you've recreated that for them. Exactly. And this isn't to say, like, any bad performance you've ever heard is the director's fault. What I am no. saying is <laughs> is that it could have been anybody in that chain making one ill-advised decision, either in the booth with words or not, to have messed that up for you. The fact that good performances come out consistently every time is nothing short of a miracle because when you have, like, this huge chain from – writing to performance to directing to everything the fact that you have games like dragon age inquisition and a whole bunch of other even like indie stuff with people that don't necessarily have a lot of experience like it's a tiny miracle 
every time something happens that's awesome and most people don't realize it. No, they just accept it. Exactly. When you're playing a video game, it is literally a million tiny miracles all happening in a line at any given moment because what it takes to make a video game or get a good voice performance or to make any art whatsoever, no matter what you're doing, it, it's in order to get a quality product, it is nothing short of a miracle. Yeah. yeah. I think they're all amazing. I think they're incredible. The amount of effort that goes into video games these days and to see how long they take and you can understand why there's the odd glitch here and there. And I know that we're all taking it for granted and they should be better. I mean, some of them have had too many glitches. But the odd one, you have to be a bit more understanding when you're like, yeah, okay, maybe that, that little bush over there kind of flickered out of you and came back in. But <laughs> but you don't notice the million other bushes that look amazing and do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, Because exactly. you do the job right, people don't notice, which and sucks. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's kind of um, an audio designer's life. We're, we're very much used to the fact that the, the old cliche for, for sound designers and recording engineers is you, you've only done your job properly when people don't notice. Yep. That's, that's the old cliche, and it's very similar for video games, and it's very similar for uh, the voice actors as well. But mm -hmm. speaking of video games, you've been yes. in a fair few, haven't you? I have. So would I you like indeed. to tell us about those conquests? Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Conquests, yes. Um, yeah, I love your tales. <laughs> uh, nice. I yeah, I've been I've been in a few, um, a couple of really really good games that I'm I'm very very proud of. Guns of Icarus Online, uh, which is a fantastic fantastic uh, steampunk airship game. Okay. I, cool. it's, oh man, oh it's so good. I I truly <laughs> wish my computer was better so I could play it more often. Uh, I've done some work for a company called Zektronics who did, um, oh, <laughs> I'm blanking out. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Ironclad, Ironclad Tactics is the title that I was in. And that's a, uh, it's a real time collectible card alternate reality strategy game. Well, that's it's, cool. it's really, yeah, but it's, man, it is a lot of that's fun. That's a genre it's, now? It's, it's a I don't know, but they they pulled it off. Like all the stuff that they have is like it, it, all of the the cutscenes and the story stuff is like done like a graphic novel, like a motion comic, and they just do they just did some really good work. Uh, um, Silverstring Media's Glitch Hikers is one that I'm very very proud of. It's one of those games that's not a game that's debated and if it's a game and whatnot. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. It, it's it is a lovely 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 experience it's all about uh you know like late night drives you know you take a late night drive with a buddy uh or your romantic partner with whoever with another individual and you you say and just you have these weird thoughts and conversations and it's just this peaceful little universe that you have and that the the game captures that i think perfectly cool um yeah, I mean, I and there, there's there's a bunch of other stuff that that I've I've had the privilege of doing, but now that you've put me on the spot, cannot come into my mind. Uh, <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> yeah, what's your name? I I oh, oh my god, uh, I don't know. Uh, Hank, Hank, Hank sounds good. Sure, <laughs> yeah. we'll say Hank. I'm Hank today. So, awesome games that you've been in. We'll put some links mm -hmm. underneath the interview. So, 2015. What does that look like, Jacob? Burgess? Yes. Uh, hopefully successful. I'm going to be hopefully taking a trip uh, down to LA soon um, oh, nice. to yep to to meet with some folks and you know 
things that I can't really talk about, but it's going to be a really good time. Uh, Well, hopefully to get some peeps. I would like peeps, uh, not like the little marshmallow dudes, (laughs) but, you know, like, do I have to call them peeps? People? I don't know. Maybe I'll carry around peeps and hand them to folks and be like, hey, you're you're my peeps now. Hey, here's me and my peeps. Uh, Dude, we met friends. We we met friends. Oh, jeez, I... This was a very expensive <laughs> gag that I. Yeah, this this, this is a really costly house. thing. Uh, yes, this <laughs> this was defense. a very costly thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be um, heading down to LA shortly. Um, hopefully at the end of the month, uh, beginning of next cool. month. Let's see. I've got a. I, I, unfortunately, I have some stuff lined up that I'm under NDA about, but should be a lot of this fun. Is the way of the world. Some things have fallen into place for me the past couple of weeks that have been fantastic that will help me hit the ground running. So I'm going awesome. to be uh, to seeking, seeking representation and going after that very, very, uh, very hard. Um, I've been on my own for, I don't know, about a year now, and I think it's time to stop doing okay. that. I mean, I, it's it's been good, and I've still been able to get auditions and land gigs and things like that, but I, I would like to start moving my career forward a little more briskly. Okay. And fortunately now, a couple of things have fallen into place that will allow me to do that. So I'm going to be really hit the ground running, and, and I just want to do my job. That's that's essentially it. And I want 2015 to be the year that Jacob gets to do his job more. <laughs> that's, hopefully that's going to be every year. And that's that's the weird thing, though, is my job isn't voice acting. My job is essentially auditioning. My job is actually going out and, and finding finding the work and, and getting the opportunities to contribute to whatever project yeah, it is. I think is. people misunderstand how the process works and how often you have to audition and how much of it is your own hard work to get out there. Yes. It's not just sitting at home in uh, pajamas with a cup of coffee and being like, in a world, goodbye. God, that would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, if, if, that stu- if somebody was just like, here's $200, do that, and that just came yeah. and happened. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be incredible. But my job is auditioning. Um, that's that's essentially what my job is, and just getting the opportunity to do so, and then practicing, and making sure that when the opportunities do come, you you can grab them and walk hand in hand with them into the sunset, or wrestle them to the ground, depending on how aggressive I'm feeling in that particular well, day. Yeah, I mean that ties into one of my my favorite all time sayings, um, which is basically. Luck is the combination of preparation and opportunity. So yep. you can't have an opportunity awesome. if you're not prepared. And if, if you are prepared but there's no opportunity, it won't happen. So you have to bring the two together. Now time to put you on the spot. Who said that? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, Boom. <laughs> someone a very long time ago. Uh, knowing, and knowing these days... You know, people are going to be like quoted from their tweets now, and that'll be the history. There'll be, someone tweeted oh, it, and then they'll be like, "Oh yeah, as said by Kanye West, 2015 right. January." <laughs> but no, that's a that's just a very good oh. philosophy I try to live by. Is you know, always be prepared for any opportunity because otherwise they'll you'll think, "Oh, I'll do this later. I'll do this later. I'll, I'll practice this later," and then an opportunity will come up, and you won't be ready. And then yep. that's it. I would agree with that completely, and that would also be uh, my advice. My advice. Yeah, my advice. Voice advice. Yes. Ad voice. 
that works. That works. Um, uh, it would be my advice to to anyone who wants to get into voice acting, anybody that might be listening to this that wants to get into it, is you're going to have to work at it, and you are going to have to be ready and prepared when the opportunities come, and you're going to have to be willing and ready to make your own opportunities without being a dickhole as much that's as possible. That's kind of rule number one, anyone out there. That, Don't that's be a dick. pretty much rule number yes. one. Wheaton's Law, yeah. Don't Be a Dick. <laughs> that was a good keynote at PAX. I was fortunate enough to have seen it. Will Wheaton's uh, keynote, I think it was 2008. Oh, wow. Um, at the Penny Arcade Expo. And that's that's that was kind of the, the thrust of it. Well, that's a good way to follow on, to be honest. So that's one piece of advice. So, obviously, there's there's many, many, many tidbits of advice that you could give out. And there's all these other little pearls of wisdom. But what are your, what would you say, let's go for a top three. Top three. Top three, top three pieces of advice you would give people who want to get into voice acting. Yeah, this is by far the most common question that I get. Um, is is how do I get into voice acting? Um, and possibly the most difficult. It's tough to answer because there's not a checklist. It's Voice acting is seen as this magical golden island kind of out floating in the middle of nowhere. Uh, which a million people are trying to get to on a million different types of vessels that they've constructed with whatever it is that they found on shore, which is, you know, their location, their talent, their ability, their drive. It's not easy. You have to work at it. So I guess the, the best advice that I could give is it doesn't matter. One, number one, it doesn't matter if you can do a million and one voices. If you can't act, you can't do this job. Most people are going to ask you when you record, especially if you're doing commercials and things like that, uh, you're going to be recording in your own voice. But if you cannot, if you can't get out what you need to get out and make the person that you're having a conversation with, whoever it is that you're envisioning on the other side of that mic, uh, if you can't have a natural, real sounding conversation, if you can't get out what you need to get out um, in a true way, it, it doesn't matter if you can sound like the entire cast of Family Guy. Yeah. You have to be able to get that out in a convincing way. You have to remember way. the acting um, part of voice acting. That is, the, the, that is the, the paramount, biggest, most important thing. So two, that leads into two, uh, which is you have to practice. You have to try to extend your range as much as you can. Um, it's not just about jumping behind a mic and then just, you know, just going at it. Uh, unless you have just a wealth of, of natural talent and can just do yeah. that. And if you can... I hate you. Uh, <laughs> there are some rare people out there who just walk in the booth. Yeah, who are just naturally uh, gifted. Um, yeah, and if, yeah, exactly. And if you can do that, uh, personally, for me, Jacob Burgess, and you can find me uh, anywhere online, I'll have a conversation with you, and I'll tell you directly, I I hate you. <laughs> well, um, can I just add on to that? If, if, you, if you're not already yeah. going to say it already, just for a quick sure. – uh, obviously, there's many, many, many ways, but increasing your range. So, okay. Yes. How would you increase your high end and how would you increase your low end? I mean, practice is going to be the the, the absolute best way. Um, increasing your range is going to be a lot of warm-ups and a lot of vocal exercises uh, if you want to get uh, for the high and the low. I'm a really tiny person, um, so I don't necessarily have a lot of room in my chest and stuff to do deeper voices. So I've had to uh, practice, train, and learn tricks to actually get my voice a little deeper. Fortunately, I, I have a naturally deeper voice-ish. 
but I have, or at least I've been told that I have like a pretty standard, like friend next door kind of voice. So if I want to play like the military sergeant or the tough guy, I've got to drop down a couple of octaves. Um, and that just takes practice. I mean, you can go online and you can find a whole bunch of different things on it. You have to find out what's best for you. There is no A to B to C. Uh, and if anybody is telling you that there is an A to B to C, it, in, in my estimation, that is what they have found to be most effective. That might not be what you find to be most effective. So you have to experiment in what you find. And and it's it's it seriously is just practice. Just try to, like, you have to record, listen to yourself, try something a little different until you find something that works for you. And then when you find something that works for you, you drill that some bitch into the ground <laughs> until it becomes second nature. Awesome. That's, that's, that's I mean, pretty that, good sum up. In a nutshell. That's a pretty good sum up. So, the big one, number three. Yes. Final piece of advice. Okay. Uh, so first was acting, second was... Increase your range and practice. Yeah, yeah it, uh, increase your range and definitely practice. Um, third is... And this isn't in any particular order necessarily. Um, third is passion and drive. If you don't want it, then there is no reason for anybody to give it to you. I think that's a really good way of looking at it. If you don't I, want it, why have it? If you if you don't want it, why have it? If you don't if you're not willing to keep it, then it should not be yours. You you have to want it and you have to go after it. Um using whatever resources you have at your disposal. Use use whatever you've got. Like if you're in the middle of like just in the middle of nowhere, you can still, especially with the technology today, you can have access to things. I mean, with the internet, you can make a career-ish, I mean, location does help, but there's just so much out there that if you were willing to put the time and the work in, there there is a way. You have to have the drive, and you have to be able to, when things get rough, stay the course and just put your head down and keep going at it and eat ramen for quite some time. And, <laughs> you know, like there's a way if you really want it, there's almost always a way, but it, it, that's not like, I really want this. Somebody give me it's yeah. I really want this. I'm going to put up with just a boatload of horse shit in order to get what I need. Yeah. And in order to get what I want, because it can't be a want. It has to be a need. Well, this leads us very well into a closing point of the interview, which I wanted to do. And I'm I'm oh. not going to make you do what you think I'm going to make you do. So you're going to you're going oh, to get really? So I, I'm going to make Ooh. you do that next time. Oh, <laughs> I am going to ask you, Mister. I'm so good. I can also write my own material to <laughs> regale me <laughs> with a little piece that you showed me once. And uh, it'll be oh, a dragon's voice, I believe. Oh, sweet Jesus. All right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Okay. Yeah, I think I can do that. Take it uh, away. Let me take another slug of coffee here. <laughs> Set to go a bit lower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's And by the way, that's not, you should not just take a slug of yeah, coffee. Yeah, he is and totally to unprepared. Perform. He's not warmed up. He's not anything. So I apologize for putting him on the spot. 
Around you are is sweetness and light, while all I am is darkness and bite. Huddle you there in your house of stone, till I, in my power, wrest from you your throne. Very nice. Very, very nice. Thank you. I love it. Every time I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, that's a fantastic point to end on, I think. So I'm going to say thank you once again for coming on to the Sound Architect. It's been amazing having you, as I knew it would be. And we'd love to catch up with you again sometime. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm sorry. I have one last thing that, that I thought uh, for advice, if I could sneak in a number four. Go on, then. Is yeah. that all right? Okay. <sighs> Thanks. I know. Oh. I know. After such a lovely closing, I'm such. Uh, I know. I know. I'm. Just... <laughs> I'm just a bag of dicks. Rule number one, people. Uh, number four. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Pardon me while I break exactly the rule that I said don't break earlier and be a dickhole. Um, uh, number four would be you can't do it alone. So you can't actually do it without. You can't do it without friends, and you can't do what you want to do without a support network. Um, this isn't to say, you know, nepotism or anything, but you need people to support sure. you. You need people that are going to be able to give you an honest opinion. And speaking and of which, you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, and you're open to tweets yes. and everything. So we'll, we'll place a, a Twitter link below. People can get in touch about the interview, everything else. I, I, am, I would be very, very happy to do that. But uh, it's something that I did want to say to, to your listeners as well, uh, is that... Sam is also an excellent, excellent resource and a wonderful, wonderful engineer. Uh, so if you have any questions, if you are listening to this and you do have interest, uh, Sam is exceptionally accessible and has always answered any of, of my questions when I've reached out to him about anything audio related. So he's he's fantastic as well. You you cannot do this job. You cannot do this without friends. You can't do this without a, a, a good network. And if you are bad at networking you need to learn that skill <laughs> yeah. you're gonna make me tear up man that was really nice thank you uh, it's my pleasure it's my absolute pleasure and i'd say it to your audience and say it to, i'd say it to anybody man you're you're fantastic oh, you're fantastic yourself thank you i i do my absolute best with varying amounts of success day by day <laughs> don't we all though hey so <laughs> yeah well once again thanks for that lovely message to close i think it's even better than the way i was going to leave it so I'm not going to add anything else. <laughs> I'm just going to say thanks again. Thanks for listening to everyone. And we'll catch you again some other time on The Sound Architect. Thanks, guys. <laughs>